You are now listening to the Conversationalist Podcast. Hello, guys, and thanks for listening to the Conversationalist Podcast. Uh, I'm Jesse, and I'm here with Amanda. Hi. Um, this is going to be episode number 32, which is going to cover um, just a review of Yoga Hosers. Um, there will be some spoilers in it, so if you don't um, you know, want to know much about the movie, then I would just suggest you not listen to the podcast, but we want you to listen to the podcast, and, um, you know, even though we're going to talk about the movie, um, I mean, not quite in its entirety, but just some highlights, uh, you know, I would suggest seeing the movie anyways, because, I mean, even though we're going to talk about it, I don't think, even if anybody told you, like, the ending to a movie, I would still go see the movie, because I want to see it, so... Um, with that being said, we're both Kevin Smith fans. We've seen a lot of Kevin Smith movies. You know, I might, like, sh- wag my finger at somebody if they talked about the movie, but I'd, I'd still go see a movie directed by him. So, with that said, uh, we're going to get into the review. Um, so, the release date for Yoga Hosers was September 2nd, and, um, you yeah, it was a limited release, and so, in town, um, we didn't get... Um, a showing of the movie and uh, you know we we didn't travel out of town to um, to go see it um, there was something a couple of months back where they they had like a you know a preview in San Francisco where it was like 60 or 70 bucks ahead you know to, to see it before the theatrical release but we weren't able to attend that um, it was just last minute and it was actually like like you know four hour drive and so um, we just figured we'd wait. And so um, with the limited release, you know, we didn't have the uh, opportunity to go and see the movie at, I mean, because I'm, you know, we're, we're about an hour and a half drive from Los Angeles. Uh, you know, we just didn't make the drive to to uh, go see it. So anyways, um, about two days ago, we watched the movie um, through a um, subscription service called uh, FlixFling. Uh, com and basically what led us to that site was um, a tweet um, from Flixfling basically saying you know you can sign up for the site and you can just rent it um, you know rent it or purchase it so because we really wanted to see the movie uh, we just went ahead and signed up for the Flixfling account so that we can rent the movie and we ended up just doing HD because it was like a dollar's difference I think like rentals are like Six ninety nine HD seven ninety nine and then like you know depending on what the purchase price is for whatever movie I think in this case it was like fifteen or sixteen bucks or something um, but basically the service is sort of like a Hulu or Netflix or not quite Netflix because Netflix everything on there you can get um, you know more of like a Hulu or an Amazon where you pay for your subscription service which is like eight bucks a month and you get access to like movies that are in their catalog. But then there's premium movies that you can't access with the subscription service, and so you can you can either rent or buy those. And so you know, Yoga Hosers was one of those movies. So um, we went ahead and signed up so that we can watch the movie. And uh, I guess for those that aren't aware, um, I mean, I guess I can just give like a the brief synopsis that is listed on the um, either the IMDb or the Flixfling website, but I'll just go off the Flixfling website. Uh, and it basically says two teenage yoga enthusiasts team up with a legendary manhunter to battle with an ancient evil presence that is threatening their major party plans. Um, and so, 
I mean, it was directed by Kevin Smith, uh, Lily Rose Depp, and Harley Quinn Smith are the Colleen's in the movie that obviously are the central characters. Um, the Manhunter uh, is played by uh, Johnny Depp himself. I forget the name of his character offhand. It's a Guy LaPointe. And uh, the bad guy in this film is actually played by Ralph Garman, who's Andronicus Arcane, who's like a the Canadian Fuhrer. He's a Canadian Canadian Nazi. And uh, so, I mean, I guess that's kind of explaining a bit of the movie. I don't know if you want to kind of go into, you know, the the movie itself, like how it kind of sets up and goes into everything. It was really weird how it sets up. It doesn't really... Didn't make, like, the continuity wasn't there? It's kind of... No, it just kind of <laughs> jumped right into it. Like, I don't know, it's kind of like you're watching one of those teen movies where it's just like, you know, normal girls doing normal things and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, there's Nazis that look like wieners running around and the end i mean <laughs> i don't know it was it was strange well like i've seen a lot of kevin smith's movies you know um you know funnier ones and then like even like more serious ones like red state um you know and then you have you know obviously chasing amy mall rats clerks dogma um you know and so i mean people that appreciate those movies you know, you, you kind of just follow Kevin Smith's work. And, you know, I mean, one of the last movies we saw was Tusk. And so, you know, that had Justin Long in it who <laughs> fucking turned into a, like a, a walrus. Right? You know? Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was fucking strange. But the movie made sense. And even though, like, I was left kind of like, wow, that just happened. You know, throughout the whole movie. Like it was really well made i thought like even though some people that aren't appreciative of the shit that kevin smith does like i really thought that he did a really good job of making a movie like tusk because when i thought of like oh this tusk movie i'm you know people are telling me what it's about i'm like this movie's gonna be terrible then we saw it anyways because you know kevin smith and i was i appreciated the movie i thought it was really good it was fucking really sad um, but it was a really good movie, and so then it's like, oh yeah, you know, there's gonna be a True North trilogy, and he's gonna start doing all these, you know, like Canadian urban legend movies that are kind of all gonna tie into one another, and so you know that it, you know kind of brings in Yoga Hosers, which is what we're talking about, which is you know another movie in this True North trilogy, and so I'm kind of thinking like, the fucking Canadians have some really weird urban legends because we're. <laughs> Or it's the movie about fucking little bratwurst Nazis and, um, you know, a Canadian fear who, you know, disappeared and nobody knows where he is. And then you find out conveniently that he's his bunker is like right underneath this like Quickie Mart store that the Colleen's work at. That's also owned by one of the Colleen's um, dad and the stepmom manages the store as well and you know they don't like her because she's she's stupid yeah she's a stupid bitch and so um you know they 
they finally get invited to a senior party, even though they're only sophomores, and so they're super psyched about that. And they're going to go to this party for this weekend, and then their plans get ruined because the the fucking stepmom makes plans on the weekend that they're supposed to go to this party. And so they're not even supposed to work that day. You know, where does that sound like it's from? Clerks. And... Um, well, that was fun. It was, it was funny. That. Yeah, it was funny. I'm not even supposed to be here today. And so it's funny. You get those little plugs from the other movies. Um, in in so I mean, so basically, these boys that were supposed to invite them to a senior party, they had evil plans in mind, which is fucking weird because we're watching a movie about what's supposed to be, you know, Nazi bratwurst things. And, you know, we're talking about like some Canadian Nazi that's like in hiding but then somehow these boys instead of just like you know going to a party and they kind of just like fall in to this because I'm thinking like they're going to fall into this awkward situation and then these boys are just going to get killed right and they're kind of going to like you know fight their way through it but then you find out that these boys want to fucking kill them and their plans basically fail because these little bratwursts basically come out of the woodwork in the store and, uh, you know, fucking burrow their way up these guys' asses <laughs> and, like, come out their mouths, which is fucking weird. It's weird. Um, you know, so, like, they're, 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 they're going into people's asses, like, crawling through their body and coming out their mouth and people are dying. And so prior to this actually happening in the Quickie store or in the, in the Quickie Mart store, um, you know, there'd been people showing up basically like disemboweled all over the town. And so when the teacher's talking about, oh yeah, well there was this Nazi that fucking disappeared. Nobody knows about him, you know, and it's kind of weird that they're talking about that, but obviously it plugs into the, like the whole, like the overshadowing, you know, that the, you know, everything the movie's going to be about. Um, you know, they start battling these fucking Nazis, these little bratwurst Nazis. And what I found stupid is like, okay, Justin Long's like their yoga instructor. He's like super weird. He's obviously a very unorthodox yoga instructor and the shit that he's teaching them, like, it doesn't even, like, seem like yoga. His made-up yoga. Yeah, he just kind of makes it up as he goes along, Um, you know, but somehow they're able to tap into this yoga that was taught by him in order for them to fight off these little bratwurst-looking Nazi things that um, are actually modeled after Kevin Smith because in the IMDb credits, which... I wasn't aware of because they just look like weird little CGI fuckers. Um, you know, it, it, it credits Kevin Smith with the Bratsies. So, um, you know, it was modeled after him, but they CGI'd it a little bit more. So even though he was responsible for that, it's, you know, kind of hard to tell. Um, but, you know, they're, they're finding these characters and you're kind of like, there's some shock there. Like, oh, what the fuck are these things? But it was kind of like, they're not even freaked out. They're just like, oh, we're going to kick these fucking sausages' asses. You know, it wasn't even kind of like, oh, we're trying to run away from these things or, you know, we're trying to escape. It was just kind of like, oh, we're badasses, so we're just going to fight. They're just squishing them like roaches. Yeah, they're just like, okay, yeah, we're just going to kill them. And I was, I mean, I know, you know, Kevin Smith movies are usually, like, super silly. And, you know, I mean, that's what this movie is. And he's, you know, kind of making it for, you know, this certain audience. But, like, it... It seemed jumpy. Like, it's like, okay, we're going to school, quickie mart, we're going to a party. Oh, these boys want to murder us. Oh, now there's these other things that are trying to kill us, and we're not even shocked that they've, like, 
you know, come into the picture. We're just going to start smashing them all up. And I think the, which is, it's just fine. You can kind of overlook all that stuff because, like, you know, maybe we're being just too, uh, maybe I'm just being too over analytical about the movie. But then, like, you know, when they're squishing all of the um, little bratwursts and they're swinging around, you know, I'm thinking to myself, like, they're, they're fucking blowing these things apart. They're splatting everywhere. They're, you know, there's fucking, you know, you see the little blood squish everywhere, like, all over the um, the set. But, like, they're clean. Like, you would think, like, if they're going to be squishing all these little bratwursts and there's little bratwurst blood everywhere, like, <laughs> in, in, the, in the scenes that when they're blowing these shits up, that they would be, like, you know, getting splattered with it. So it seems, obviously, just semi-realistic that they're actually like interacting with these bratwursts but then after everything's done like they're completely clean like as though they hadn't done anything and i was kind of like really i mean i know you know oh this fucking douchebag is talking about realism when we're talking about a fucking movie about canadian you know urban (laughs) legends and you know wieners getting squished that are dressed up like nazis so i know i sound i sound you know probably a little stupid but it's like you know, I don't know, whatever. I mean, I guess it just could be a little better overall. Um, and so then you find out. Um, so then they when they try to call the police. There's a little, there's a good little cameo by um, Stanley, who plays the dispatcher. Police officers end up responding. Colleen's get taken to, um, you know, holding cell at the local police department. Um, Jason Muse, who's uh, basically playing like a cop. Um, at the precinct helps them uh, get out and uh, you know she the Colleen's basically explain that hey look you know we can help uh, basically explain to um, the the manhunter uh, god damn it I can't say his fucking name Gee. Um, is it Gee? yeah yeah so they they're trying to they're saying that they're going to help him find this like secret passage to figure out where Andronicus Arcane is. They don't really know, but once they show back up there, oops, they end up finding the passage. And so um, they all make it down there, they all get tied up, and Andronicus Arcane's like laying down this evil plan of all the shit that he wants to do. And he knows that these girls are always on their fucking phones, you know, texting photos and all this bullshit. Um, you know that he's wanting people to know that he's still around. And so he's counting on them taking pictures of him, only to find out that their cameras got seized and they're still at the police department. So kind of, you know, fucks up his plans a little bit and he's a little upset. But uh, basically goes to a phase two where he has all of these bratwursts, um, you know, that are that are basically like... And there's this, like, I don't know, like this big monster, like, made of skin and bones, I guess, from a lot of the victims that had been disemboweled. So gross. And he basically explain, and then then he kind of explains like why the bratwursts are the way they are. Essentially, he'd taken a lot of his DNA and was trying to make a bunch of super soldiers. They were supposed to be in some sort of hibernation for a hundred years in order to grow to full size, so that he can then like you know basically take over. But when the Colleens were playing um, in this band in in the back of this uh, quick stop shop, um, the power went out because they were pulling too many amps. And so it disrupted the power for the bunker that was underneath the quick stop. And it basically fucked up the hibernation process. And so it turned all of his, what were supposed to be super soldiers into like little miniature fucking sausage dogs that are like half retarded. 
Um, and so he designs this big monster thing that's made of all these body parts and all these wieners basically like jump into the mouth of the monster that basically turn it into like a mega monster. And uh, he uh, tries to send it out, but then it ends up turning on him. And, you know, basically the Colleen's step in to do some of their yoga work and basically like make quick work of the fucking monster like the monster basically doesn't do a fucking thing because they're just yoga kicking the living shit out of this beast all right? the powerful yoga yeah i mean basically showing how badass yoga is um but i don't know i mean you i you know, <laughs> It seems like, you know, like, you, you, there were good setups to stuff that, like, you know, like, could have been cooler, and then just right when you thought that they were going to do something, you know, that was going to go in that path, like, it stops. So, like, in this case, I thought maybe the monster was going to, like, make its way up, and then the monster is going to, like, kind of terrorize the town a little bit, and then kind of the Colleen's come in, like, devise some plan, and then fuck up the monster or whatever. But, like, the monster, like, never even makes it out of the room. Doesn't get a hit in or anything crazy. Because the Colleen's basically, like, you know, completely beat the monster up. Every time they hit the monster, the monster throws up one of the little wiener bratsies. So, you know, they, they hit it so many times and it upchucks a bratsy every single time. And eventually there's no bratsies left in the monster and they win. Uh, so... You know, I you know there, there were like some you know other little silly things like in the movie like uh, whenever it introduced um, like a new character in the movie like as you're you know you're going through the movie and then oh here's this teacher you know it basically show like <laughs> kind of like a little Instagram screen but like it was like whatever Canadian made up version of like a social media screen that there is it had like a little profile of like the character you know, whatever the girls thought about them and like, a, you know, a little couple little sentences and, hashtags. you know, hashtags and shit. And, um, I don't know. I, I wanted to like the movie and I don't want to say that I hate it. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess I was just a little disappointed. Like I thought it would, thought it would be a little bit better. I mean, I just, I mean, I rented the movie. It's like, oh, I'm out $20. Like, you know, I mean, it was, a, it was a good movie. Like I've seen, I've seen worse movies. And obviously that's not a compliment to be like, oh, I've seen worse movies. But, um, I don't know. I just thought that, uh, you know, Kevin Smith is, you know, Kevin Smith being a talented director, having done a lot of great movies, um, you know, even though this probably like, you know, wasn't an insanely huge budget that you know maybe um i don't know they could have done a little i don't know they could have done a little more to uh make the storyline like you know more compelling or uh i don't know i mean what i mean what's your take i feel like i'm being a little too negative i mean like i said i wanted to like the movie i was excited to watch the movie we did watch the movie, and I was kind of like, okay, well, there were funny parts, and, you know, it was silly, and it was fun, but it was just kind of like, you know, there were certain parts where I was kind of like, really? Like, they could have, 
this could have been way better, like, or this could have been way better, but, you know, as a whole, like, you know, it was still, there were still a lot of funny parts, um, you know, obviously, being a Kevin Smith movie, you do see a lot of familiar faces, because he tends to employ all of his friends and family, um, you know, in, in, uh, you know, past co-stars from other movies, and so, you know, you'll, you'll hear a lot of, you know, lines that are from other Kevin Smith movies, and you'll see other characters that were from Tusk, you know, in the movie, so, um, you know, because they're supposed to, the, the world's supposed to be connected, you know, and, and so, uh, you know, you'll notice that. Um, I would say go ahead and see it, because although, you know, I wasn't as impressed as I was, you know, I, I thought I'd be, uh, it was still, it was still an okay movie, um, you know, uh, on Flix Fling, it, it basically shows out of five stars that it got four stars, there's a lot of people, yesterday when we watched it, it was like four and three quarter stars, like it was pretty much up there, there's been more reviews, and it's kind of gone down to four, um, most of the ones I read were, were showing that it was, you know, that a lot of people enjoyed it. Um, on IMDb, though, it's a completely different situation because on uh, IMDb, uh, it's basically got like four and a half stars out of, like, it's like four and a half out of ten or something like that. And Metacritic has it, it like a, you know, like a 42, which is pretty low. I mean, the thing is, is you got to take critics and what they say with a grain of salt. <laughs> I mean... We're, Rotten Tomatoes, the tomato meter has it at 21%, uh-huh. but the audience score is at 68%. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, obviously, I mean, I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit of trash about critics, I mean, but here we are criticizing the movie, is, uh, you know, to go see the movie anyways. I mean, if you're a Kevin Smith fan, you know, definitely go check it out. Like, if you're interested in, you know, seeing what he's doing with the True North trilogy, I mean, this is part of it. Uh, you know, there's still another movie to be made, and... Uh, you know, ultimately, um, you know, I don't regret seeing it. It was, like I said, it was, it was silly and funny. Um, you know, I, like I said, I just I think because it's Kevin Smith and I know, like, you know, his past work, I just thought that uh, it would be a little bit better than it was. But I think overall, like, it was still a decent movie, and people that like his movies will appreciate it because there's a lot of um, reviews from other websites that, you know, are obviously Kevin Smith fans that do appreciate, um, the movie. And that's what people basically said, is that if you're familiar with his work, then you'll like it. If you're not, you're probably not going to like it. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what it comes down to is, is taste. Because, you know, a lot of these reviewers are going to say that this is a shit movie. You know, but if you like his movies, then don't listen to the critics you know, 23% uh, rating and just go see it. I mean, do you have any last words or points uh, before we basically uh, wrap this review? They stole a line from Clueless, so I love that. Oh, yeah. What what did they say? You were like, oh, people aren't going to understand it. It's when they're in gym and she hands their gym teacher a note and it says that their yoga instructor doesn't want her to derail any of his teachings. When they're in gym class in Clueless, um, Dee hands their gym teacher a note, and it's from her tennis instructor. And he <laughs> says that he doesn't want her 
teaching to derail any of his teaching. So <laughs> they stole the line. That's cool. I mean, you know, I love myself a good teen movie. I'm a fan. Well, and then they they did the like the little TLC quotes too, right? Weren't they throwing like TLC quotes out there at one point? Um, that was Sanjay and Craig. Was it Sanjay and Craig? Yeah, that was Sanjay and Craig. What? Yeah. Oh. It's okay. <laughs> That's so retarded. No, yeah, because yeah, we were watching this cartoon before then, and like I saw these, I heard these like TLC quotes, and I'm like, wait, was that in the movie or was that in the television show? I was like, that was funny, but yeah, it wasn't in the movie. But still, that's no. funny that the 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 cool the little clueless plug is in there, and you notice that I didn't notice it. I mean, you've seen Clueless like a million times, and I've only seen it a handful. Well, and it goes to my point that I was about to make. This isn't a rewatch movie for me. Like, you know, I like my teen movies. Uh-huh. This isn't one of those rewatchers for me. And this isn't even a rewatch Kevin Smith movie. Like, I can sit down and rewatch a lot of his movies. Yeah. This isn't one of those movies for me. Yeah, like, I mean, like, Tusk, I could probably rewatch, maybe. Um, like, Clerks, we've seen Clerks over and over again. You know, first one, second one. Chasing Amy, Dogma, all these other movies. Like, I, I can watch all of his movies over and over again. But, like, I have absolutely no plans to watch this movie a second time. At one point, I was like, maybe I should just watch it a second time, being that I rented it, so that we can, like, do a better review, so that I can be, like, well-versed in, like, everything that the movie had to offer in terms of, like, describing the movie, you know, for the purposes of the podcast. But honestly, I couldn't even bring myself to just go ahead and watch it a second time, even though, you know, there was still time left on the rental just to go ahead and watch it again. I just didn't have an interest. I said, enjoyed it. It was funny. I watched it once. It's kind of one of those things where it's a one and done. I feel like he toned it down a little bit because of the girls. Like, that's what I feel. Like, his humor, the, you know, the out there-ness, kind of the things that you expect from his movies, it wasn't really there, and I feel like he toned it down because of the girls. Yeah, I mean, that's a possible explanation for it, yeah. Certainly, I mean, de- definitely was a lot. De- definitely was a lot more mild as far as like just teen-rated humor, PG thirteen and below kind of jokes and stuff. You know, which isn't a Kevin Smith movie. So, yep. You know, it's I don't know. I wouldn't really say it's a true Kevin Smith film. I mean, even the Tusk movie was crazier. You know, just in terms yeah. of everything that the you know compared to Yoga Hosers. So. I don't know. I mean, the but Colleen's I do love were Justin good. Long. <laughs> yeah, Justin Long was fucking hilarious. Um, you know, the Colleen's. You know, they they did well um, in their roles and yeah, they're fine just actresses. Overall, it's just it's the material just, wasn't there. Yeah, and and so, you know, for the third one, I almost don't want the Colleen's to be in it because if that is a reason as to why it's getting toned down, you know, I don't want their presence in the next installment if that's going to be a reason for like the next movie to be mild you know so um i don't know i mean i guess that's kind of crappy to see because like we said they did well but um i want to see an r-rated movie that's funny because kevin smith does crazy shit in them so um i guess that's all we have for the review um thanks for listening and uh you know we usually post stuff on our facebook you know we reshare stuff that uh you know that gets put out there as far as like stuff we talk about on the podcast or you know whatever um it's uh that conversationalist on facebook um that con podcast on 
um, on Twitter. Um, you can email us at uh, thatconversationalist at gmail.com. Um, we know beyond that, uh, I mean, I guess thanks for listening. Oh, yeah, you can check us out on, I mean, if you're listening to us, you're either listening to us on SoundCloud or you're checking us out on iTunes, um, you know, either one of those. Um, it's uh, That Conversationalist on SoundCloud or Conversationalist on uh, iTunes under podcast. So, again, um, you know, thanks for listening. Uh, it's been episode 32. Jesse, this is Amanda. Hi. Saying see you later. Bye. Bye.